Welcome everyone back to the Washed Athlete Podcast. Not the Washed Athlete Podcast for long because we are going under a name change, but so for now we will call it the Unnamed Sports Podcast. If you are new around here, we are three guys in the University of Pittsburgh going into our senior year, which is crazy to say. Stop saying that. But we're going to our senior year of college and we had a bunch of episodes beforehand, but I feel like this is kind of like a little rebrand moment here. Mm-hmm. Getting some new stuff underway. We got some new microphones. Thank which God. It's exciting. Um, a little bit new camera action going on. So everything should be a little bit better. But today, I guess we'll just talk about what our podcast is. We really are just a sports podcast. Uh, we talk about sports from any sports and whatever we find interesting. Except whatever. hockey. Besides hockey. Yeah, I hockey. Is, I mean, maybe like maybe Stanley Cup, like final but like we haven't talked about just it just move on it, <laughs> i've accepted inter- that it's dead we're maybe moving some international on. soccer if something really big happens like the world Cup. college lacrosse <laughs> if you ever bring up college lacrosse on there i'm slapping you hear me out syracuse money line is free you have no idea what teams are good <laughs> no, like, I do it's, just, it's just all like the super like white south schools like north no, carolina it's not even that it's literally are it's, they not good it's just the acc the acc, the ACC is nasty lacrosse. and then it's colorado that's it. Shout out Colorado for real. Man. They're yeah, making, they're it's like because it. Denver is really good. Yeah. Well, because it's all the potheads out there. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll never catch me talking about lacrosse. I don't even. I don't get lacrosse. It's entertaining, all. but nobody watches it. Nope, so. Nobody watches it. Like track and field. Track and field just had their uh, like the U.S. championships decides who goes to the world oh, team right. for August. But like no one pays attention. To it, but I'm like super locked in, so oh, I'm like yeah. listening to the podcast. I'm like staying because it's on the West Coast, so the oh, championships in Oregon. I so I was like, um, which. The fact that the championships in Oregon tells Makes you enough sense, about yeah. how big the sport is. Yeah, it's, um, it's in Oregon. Oh, it's home of Nike. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it's like in Eugene, they have a big stadium and everything. I'm like, the reason you're not getting good attendance is because you need to actually like build a track stadium like in a bigger city where people will just show up because it's like a cool event happening in the city. But anyway, that's track. Because I was like, oh, I, I was thinking like, I really want to go. Yeah, to this one day. So maybe maybe next Says year. Five people ever in their but entire life. You can't fly into Eugene. You have to like fly into a different airport and then like drive three hours. But I can't rent a car, so I'm like, how would I get there? Oh, right, that's illegal. Uber, <laughs> get that Uber. It's gonna be three hundred dollars, but since you want to go, yep. But that's track and field. So that's we, we the don't, most we, track and field we will yeah, be talking yeah. for a long Never time. Never again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't talk about track and field because it's so not popular. Yeah. Like like a lot of sports, but I don't know. Sometimes they make their they find their way into yeah. it a little bit. But we mainly talk about football. Basketball, uh, basketball, baseball. Uh, well, it's football, basketball, baseball down here. Hockey. Yeah. It's and then it's like any I, other. I, I would say so- I would say soccer. Gets soccer. Whenever. Well, we had the World Cup going, yeah. so that's probably why. But I guess we have. When's there's some soccer tournaments happening right now? I guess. Concacaf. Well, Cup. there was the gold. There was the gold cup, but the U.S. played their B team for that. There was the one before that. That's national cup. That's the national. Okay, that's the that's the one where we. One and uh, that's where Christian Pulisic turned into Captain America. Did we destroy the team in the finals? I don't remember. Uh, wasn't that Canada? We beat him in. Well, we. Oh no, no, no. that no. was that was at the Gold Cup. We beat a team Canada was semis. the U twenty Cup, but then we just lost to Panama. Was it Mexico? PKs. I think it was Mexico. I think that's we are really selling our knowledge. Yeah, I know we're really selling right out now. soccer right now. I, which I will say, I have become much a much bigger fan of soccer in recent years. I did watch the entirety of Ted Lasso recently. Um, <laughs> that's what that's what does it. It was so good, and now I really want a jersey from a fake team. Yeah, so. <laughs> I would love a JV Tart jersey. That would be soccer is cool. I just feel like it's like. It's very hard to follow with the times. We're excited for Messi coming. I guess we can talk about Messi because Messi yeah, guess, yeah. signed it in Miami while we were not recording for a really long time. 
the most insane deal I've ever seen in my life. This oh, dude's yeah. a, a partial owner. Of I, the team. It's crazy because I didn't even know, like, because the MLS is kind of irrelevant in the U.S. Yeah. for the most part. At least and it has been. Unless you're, yeah, unless you're going to a game, I feel like you don't really follow the MLS super tight. Um, shout out to the Union, though, who, who got second a couple years back. Bunch. But anyway, um, no, I didn't even know how you could structure contracts. Like, I know baseball, oh. like, you pretty much can throw whatever money you want at them. It was Canada. Or, yeah, it was Canada. We beat Canada 3-2 in shootout. In the, in the nation national, national, yeah. yeah that's what I huh. Oh, right, because that's a forest fire. Yeah, that was, you made the entire joke that this was for the forest fires. <laughs> well, we beat them last time too, didn't we? We beat them, we beat them twice in the finals, then we beat them in the semis. In the Gold Cup. In yeah. the Gold Cup. Sorry. So, so strange. Yeah, otherwise. <laughs> There's a lot of soccer yeah. going on, it's really confusing. This is actually probably the most, us three have talked about uh soccer we had andres and jacob on the pod previously big soccer, mm-hmm. big soccer they talk about it but we didn't really know anything about jacob's it jacob's just a bandwagon yeah, he's a real he's sure. a, yeah he's like oh i'm not a bandwagon fan my grandma's uncle had, likes <laughs> liverpool so i'm rooting for that one. okay yeah but i didn't even know you could structure deals like the mls did for messi because i just like, i didn't know the salary cap rules i didn't know like nba is very much like mm-hmm. that so you can only offer so much yeah wait because rush what is it it's like 500 million dollars partial ownership TV deal, brand deal with Nike, brand deal with or Nike. Adidas, one or of the Adi- two. It's Adidas, I think. And then it's no taxes in Miami. Oh, there's no state Nike. taxes. Oh yeah, so he's getting every penny of that five hundred million dollars. That is insane. And like, he's just gonna kick everyone's ass think, for an entire season. Yeah, I was about to say, think about the market in Miami for soccer. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I mean, they're selling out of season tickets. Like, if they sold, I mean, they sold out yeah, like in a day. I, I mean. I'm excited for what it's going to do to the MLS. I do like soccer. Oh, like, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. if he's in, if I'm back home in near Philly and he's playing the Union, I'm going to try to go. I'm like, I get to see, I gotta see the Messi. greatest of all time. You, like, yeah. you should get tickets now. Well, yeah, but I'm not. They're probably. But there's no yeah. We need him to play the. No, not in Pittsburgh. The, the River House. Yeah, the River House. Yeah. <laughs> the second rate MLS team. Dude, oh my God. Dude, Bertine. No, who's the one that guy that Jacob and I just won't shut up about? Uh, uh, they, was it Bertine? One of them played Clash Royale with a professional soccer player at one point. And Jacob was just like, dude, I swear I could have won. Yeah. Mind you, this was somebody that used to play for Pitt that yeah. one of them had in a class yeah. that he then played. Uh, game of Clash Royale yeah. with and lost miserably after being up, which oh. was so good. It was the guy who always went for headers. Uh, forget yeah, his name. His name. We forget, I forget. This is really us yeah. showing our soccer skills yeah, right yeah. here. <laughs> but actually, Pitt's soccer team, because we all go to Pitt, is actually really good. Yeah. So it's actually, we get to go. I've gone to, been to a few games and they're fun. Very fun. Um, but very fun. Anyway, yeah, Messi happened in that yes. time, and that's very exciting because I think it'll do a lot for MLS. I'm like, I'm gonna watch him and be like, oh, like let me see him kick everyone's ass in the MLS, yeah. and then I wonder if any other players will do the same thing because, well, I don't know, only because like Messi went to Miami, which is like a very like is where he wants to live mm-hmm. and yeah. where he lives until the off season. But I really don't know if the market's gonna be like the Columbus, the teams that play in Columbus. Like, is anyone? No, is it's any gonna be all the gonna... coast teams. If anything, it's gonna yeah. be like New York teams, LA teams, Florida, and maybe Texas too. But like, it's only gonna be those like yeah. big major cities that he, that players want. Well, the rest are going to uh, the UAE. Yeah, they're all going to like Saudi Arabia. Yeah. UAE. That oil money goes crazy. It does go. Stupid. That's that's where Ronaldo's playing. Yeah, he's, he has like a billion dollars. And then I know Conte from France's World Cup team. Yeah, he signed a big deal with there. them. Benzema, I think, is gonna go mm-hmm. there too. Um, yeah, they're all just going going out there. Yeah, which it'll be interesting to see if there's any shift because I mean, if they start getting some big names, like if for example Christian Pulisic came back to play in the MLS, <laughs> got a big deal. Mm-hmm. 
That's like you start stacking up talent in the MLS. Well, that's Here's the, the thing. thing is that we love Christopher Pulisic. He is Captain America. He just signed with like some AC, AC Milan, AC Milan, which is Andres' team actually. But he like love him to death. He's nowhere near on any of the caliber of these yeah. other players. No, but he would be one of the better players. But he, in MLS. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 absolutely. He would definitely be one of the better players in the MLS. And I think you're right. I think it's like it's a big, almost like paradigm shift where like. Because for a while, the MLS was basically looked at like as a farmer's league and a retirement league. Yeah, yeah that's what it incredibly was. Incredibly washed players from Europe going over and just like doing whatever. Because like, I think it was, um, oh, it was Wayne Rooney was one of the first ones that came over the MLS. Yeah. Then Zlatan came yep. over. And now, well, now that Messi's coming over and he's still like, he's not in his prime per se, but he's still really, really good yeah. right now. Like he's no, like I think people, some people are like, oh, don't worry, what like washed Messi is coming over the bag in Miami. He's, like, he's definitely not washed. No, like, he's gonna sauce. And he just won people. the oh, yeah. World Cup. Yeah, he just won the World Cup. And was the best player at the World Cup. It was insane. So the fact that he's coming over, I think what's gonna be scary is in like probably the next, I'd say probably the next 10, 15 years, U.S. soccer is going to explode because we are right on the verge of having really high caliber players. Because we have a lot of like rotational guys, some starters that are moving into like these other leagues. Yeah. But it's only a matter of time before some of these athletes shift from football and from basketball to soccer. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean there's a lot of other problems going on in leagues right now. And I'm like, people might be like looking at that uh MLS, MLS money and be like, hey, I can get I can get the bag. Yeah, exactly. I think go to the United States instead. <laughs> I just can't imagine anyone wanting to play like MLS soccer in the cold weather or anything oh. like that. So I think it's going to be a really big draw on the coast teams. But you know what? If they need to like shrink the league just to make it relevant, like I don't care. Like I'd rather That's see. Fun. I'd rather see good talent. I had, honestly, I'd rather see higher talent. Yeah. Like and in those like larger markets at first mm-hmm. to really establish the game, mm-hmm. and then you can like expand it once you really have yeah. that base. And it'll be cool. I mean, I think if Messi has a really good run this kind of season mm-hmm. with uh, Inter Miami and MLS gets very popular. People might know some of the U.S. names a little bit more going into 2024 Paris, which is already a little bit of buzz around that team going Mm -hmm. into the world, uh, going into the Olympics. So I think there could be this little momentum shift where actually you have a lot of like people rooting for soccer stateside, especially because the Women's World Cup is this year. Yes. And then you've got the Olympics next year for both the men and the women. Is it in the U.S.? No, no, I forget. 28 is in L.A. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That also the World Cup is 2026 six. Six. yeah because yeah. it's in between uh mm-hmm. two yeah. the biggest thing is we had that weird uh transition because of covid, COVID. where mm-hmm. the olympics are 2021 not 2020 so yeah. it feels like the olympics were like not that long ago because yeah. they weren't yeah um so hopefully there's a little bit of shift in soccer we don't talk about soccer much but I mean, wait I would prefer, can you I would sports like bet on the olympics yes oh absolutely yes i actually made a, I, I actually made a lot of money last olympics <laughs> because when you don't have people follow the sport as closely as you do and in this case track and field some of the lines are a little egregious. That's just, that just sports bet when you weren't 21. What? Because I had other people bet money for me. <laughs> you had a yeah. yeah. What do you think? <laughs> this ain't something crazy. Wow, holy. Oh, Justin, yeah, really oh, going crazy. They got wow. me. They got me. Wow, the IRS is going to kick him down. You're going <laughs> to yeah, want yeah. a piece of that. Mm-hmm. So um, when, pe- when you don't, people don't know a sport mm-hmm. as well and you've got people making some like kind of weird odds, yeah. I looked at it and the world record holder was like, there's a lot of money. That Don't tell me they were plus. If the world record holder was a plus, yeah, they, they were. And it makes wow. sense in track. It can be a, well, okay. In the, I guess yeah. In yeah, the yeah, five thousand meters specifically, yeah. which I was betting on at that point, like 
I understood why he was plus money, but he was like not the favorite to win the race mm-hmm. because there were other wow. guys like who just had more buzz. He I guess. He, he, I mean, he play, he's running from he runs from Africa. I think there was just a lot of European mm-hmm. buzz around from other athletes, and then I was like. I can get Joshua Cheptegei plus 600 to win the 5,000. He has the 10,000 and the 5,000 meter world record. And he has no signs that like he's running bad this season. And then I made a bunch of money on that. And then I bet another athlete. I'm so. just going to give you a ton of money. And you're just going to be betting for me. I'm I, so, I, I could not be more excited to bet track and field. For track and field. Oh, that's what oh, I'm explaining. Like, <laughs> we're literally oh. having the conversation about track and field. I was like, you need a bookie. I got you. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, I will definitely be like, if we're doing this podcast, when the next Olympic cycle comes up, I'm definitely going to be laying track and field bets down. Oh, um, I was actually very disappointed. I was looking through the sports post to try to figure out if there were, I could bet on the U.S. championships that I was watching, and I couldn't. I was very disappointed. No, I would have made, I would have, I would have cashed on some bets. Oh I called god. a lot of things. Oh well. my god! So that would have been super fun. Um, when's wait, who was the dude in the last Olympics that was like the shot put thrower from the U.S. Oh, who threw it like that was insane. Yeah, yeah he was like it was like neck and neck, and then he threw it like two feet further. I was like, yeah. what? Ryan Krauser's crazy. Remember um, when we were up at two a.m. watching fencing? I do remember that. Oh my god, that is such a throwback. I need someone to explain to me the rules of fencing. I just don't understand. It's like it's just foil saber stab. It's just like it's literally just who pokes who first, but like you get points. I think based on, I think it's I think it's just first. It's points. It's whoever pokes first is a point. If you get hit, but you still hit them first, yeah, you you get like less points. And there's only certain areas you can hit. Yeah, there's only certain areas to go off. It's anything. It's it's chest. Like chest and abdomen, I think. Yeah, because like helmet and like arms don't count. Mm-hmm. So you have to hit like in a certain. Yeah, I've seen people have been, like doing like tests on their reaction speed. And it's crazy. They have like oh, lightning yeah. quick reactions. Yeah. Um. Wow, we really just talking about the 2024. Olympics. What is wrong with? We're this? doing a 2024 <laughs> Olympics preview. I guess. If anybody was wondering, we definitely have ADHD. Yeah. Just putting that out <laughs> there. <laughs> like, there's no <laughs> shot. Well, like, this is normal. I mean, when's the FIBA World Cup? Isn't that soon? Basketball. Oh. Because I know like you. This, that's like this summer. Because I know the U.S. Right. just dropped their team with Austin Reeves. Dude, <laughs> that team is. That team is actually mid. It doesn't matter what they do because they're just better than everyone. Like <laughs> they like, are. Like, U.S. basketball. Is so it's about depth. Yeah. Like it's like the depth of talent that they have. Yeah. Like because obviously when you have like Nikola Jokic, like yeah. he's gonna like. Wipe a lot, but a lot of these international players. players aren't even playing because like for a guy like Giannis, he has to go in and like average forty points for Greece to have a shot to compete. And it's like, he just doesn't have a point exactly. in doing that. Same thing with, that's why Joel Embiid changed his citizenship to French. We actually talked about this on the podcast. Did we? Like before, yeah. yeah. I think it was the last episode before we stopped doing this for yeah. a while. So you can go back and watch the episode, everyone. We were talking about Joel Embiid changing his citizenship to Fr- French. So he could potentially compete with France for the 2004. So because the rules allowed it to. We're going to lose. Jalen Brunson's on that team. We're done. Why do you like Jalen Brunson? What? Jalen you got a problem with Jalen Brunson? You no, want to talk about? Wait, point guard? Wait, who's? Oh no, that's Jaylen... Julius Randall. Are you thinking of Jalen Brown? No, no, no I was with his left hand. I confused Jalen Brunson and Julius. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's why I confused. Listen to that for a quick second because he still didn't have a contract. And the video just came out about him playing pickup. <laughs> he can't dribble with his left. Cannot dribble with his left. I don't care what anybody says. Though. Oh well, he can still drop forty on you. I don't care. He is a professional basketball player that cannot dribble the ball with his left hand. All right, it's I shameful. have an excuse because I have played basketball since I was five. Okay, <laughs> Jalen Brunson or Jalen Brown. Sorry, jeez, but he is no excuse. I confused Julius Randall. Julius Randall, yeah, that's the one. But the fact that he's he's I saw something that he's gonna get three hundred forty million dollars. Yeah, that came out. I mean, his he can't dribble with his yeah. left. 
What do you mean? The problem is these the basketball is such a bad scene right now because like if you're if you're if you're Boston and you don't want to give him the max, another team who has caps will will mm-hmm. and then they'll just tra- they'll just be like, oh, we'll just trade him at the deadline when a team is desperate because what's gonna happen is let's say Orlando decides to do a max contract because they have the cap space. And then they're just going to be, like, chilling with him for a year or two. And then a team that's contending who needs, like... Like, just needs somebody. Needs someone to, like, push him over there. They'll just dump They'll the just contract. dump all these expiring contracts to Jalen Brown. <laughs> and then Jalen Brown still gets paid. Yeah, exactly. The Celtics either have to shell out, like, 50 to $60 million a year for him. <laughs> the same situation with Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's making $60 million in the last two years of his contract. I mean, granted, because he's been carrying Portland. And I think they realized, <laughs> oh, we can't pay this dude. Yeah. But I would not want to be part of the... Dame Lillard. Like, I, granted, I want him to go on the Sixers. I would oh, love, I love okay. There's the switch up. Okay. But I'm going to be pissed off when we have to pay him $60 million in the final two years of his deal. Uh, it's going to be hilarious when you guys think that you're going to get... Well, what are you thinking? You're going to trade James Harden for Damian Lillard? Um, no, a Philly cheesesteak, a bag of chips, and a Sprite. So how the hell do you think they're going to work together when you have Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Damian Lillard on the court at the same time. No, I think what I think what happens is you make a three-team trade with the Clippers, Portland, and the Sixers. Well, first of all, I don't think Dame's coming to Philly, no, so I don't think it's realistically shot. what's going to happen. But if it was, the deal would be structured around those three teams. And I think Tyrese would be going to like Portland. You're giving then... up Tyrese? No, I don't want to give up well, Tyrese. Okay, I don't want to, but I'm saying it's better than being where the Sixers are right now, which is just second-round exit. Yeah, Limbo. Yeah. Too bad like, to tank. Like, too we're actually we're better than Limbo. We're the Cowboys of the NF- NBA. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah you are. We're, we're just like, it, it, like listen, oh, it's too good. God. There's worse places bad. you could be. Like, you could be like Indiana for the last decade, but you're just constantly making the playoffs and getting like mid-draft picks, and you're not really actually getting They're better. Just so aggressively bad. Like, at least we still, like, if everything broke right for the Sixers, they could win a championship. And that's at least, like, there's a potential, but everything would have to break right. Injuries, and you'd get lucky. And it almost happened last year when we almost beat the Celtics, but... That didn't happen, so they, they would have beat the Heat. Uh, I'm just saying, but um, Jason Tatum's 40 would like something to say about that. There's 50. There's 50. Sorry, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, and Bede stopped trying. But I think you just, had, through, just threw. Bede a, not trying? <laughs> I think you would have to send Tyrese to Portland, James to the Clippers, and then like both teams would kind of have send be sending guys back into Philly. Yeah. And then I think you would just base a trade around like getting a bunch of like. I don't even like you. I don't even know. It would be a disaster um but i would need you'd need to actually have like because you'd have dame and bead and then you just need to make like the, a great lineup role player so like you'd have tobias harris what role players are you gonna have though at that point? well like, you could get norman powell he would be a good player to get from the uh clippers you could get i don't know if they're gonna part with trey man but trey man would be a good option from there raj what are you we're gonna use patrick beverly as a trade piece you can't trade him until january <laughs> nice so, job chief you can't trade him until January. Patrick Beverly in Philly. I'm not gonna lie, like it's fitting. Like, there's one team. Dude, I could... Pat Bevitt, Mo Bamba just signing in Philly. I'm just sitting here like, are we generating the meme team right now? Yeah. I'm not mad at no, that. No, Pat though. Bev is literally. I'm surprised he's not from Philly. Like he has the most has Philly, Philly energy, energy like possible. He's just a pest, even though he sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> we really got two unks on the team: aggressive unk and normal unk. Yeah. If we trade James Harden, there's actually a world in which I could see like a Tyrese Maxey. Patrick Beverly backcourt working just because Patrick Beverly can play defense a lot better. And Does Maxi play good defense at all? Or he tries, but he's like he's, six, okay, so he yeah. puts in the effort, but he he's six two and like doesn't have like the yeah, body composition yeah, to like sit down and like. It's like, oh, sorry, you're gonna go guard Giannis real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Great shooter <laughs> though. Happening. 
Yeah, I think that that could play decent defense for a guard, and you three four okay. spots. But... So there is a possibility mm-hmm. if you're getting rid of Harden, though. But like the issue is that no team really yeah. wants Harden. Yeah, I said this last year with the Sixers, like going into the playoffs, like they're not good enough to win the championship right now. So I don't really care what they do because right now, as presently constructed, they're not going to win the championship unless like everybody else gets injured and they kind of get to go mm-hmm. through. So be like a shame when Zion goes to so the like, Knicks. Yeah. So I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose Tyrese Maxey for Damian Lillard. Yeah. But we're not winning the championship anyway this year. So if you can get a team that might actually have a chance to win the championship, I'd be happy. Because honestly, Embiid's like getting a little bit older. Like he's not going to be a great. I don't think he's going to be a great player at 33, 34 years old. Because I think his body. He does have out. injury history. Well, he has the knees of a forty-year-old right yeah. now. And, so. he, and he keeps playing like a constant, like 55, 60 mm-hmm. games. And it's been it's been better. And I'm happy that he's been decently healthy and taking care of his body. Yeah. But like. I'm not banking on Joel Embiid extending his prime until like 34, 35, like Steph Curry has. Yeah, I'm not banking. They're on just that. different players. Yeah, or like what like, like LeBron has. So like, well, LeBron's a freak. He's yeah. not. He's should not be compared to. Anybody. He was made in the lab. He's so not was, real. Yeah. So if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm like, I need to pretend like this year's our only year to win a championship. Mm-hmm. You might, you might have a little bit of a shot. Like I don't really know what's going on with the Bucks, and if you can pick Dame Lillard away from Miami. I don't yeah. know. The Giannis villain arc, I think, is about to go insane. Oh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I, I think this might be the scariest villain arc we've seen in a while. Yeah. I can't believe but, they paid Chris Middleton. The, pro- the problem is, though, he had a knee procedure. I don't care. Oh, you just hate him because he's ugly? Yeah. You're a schmuck. Yeah, if people don't know, Raj hates Chris Middleton. Bubble Chris, Bubble Chris Middleton just got me mad. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway... <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what we're talking uh, about. We were again. talking about Giannis's villain arc and uh, how he might go crazy. I'm concerned about his knee injury, his knee procedure. Because like I thought oh, he was getting surgery on it. Yeah, he had surgery, for yeah. the procedure on it. What was it? I don't know exactly what it was. But it was just cleaning it up. I think so. Yeah, oh, he'll be but, fine. But I mean, I heard one of the uh, Brian Suter. He's on uh, YouTube and uh, mm-hmm. he breaks down sports injuries. Is he one of the doctors on yeah. YouTube? Yeah, yeah. And uh, but he was breaking it down, and he's absolutely right. Like, there's no such thing as a mi- minor knee procedure. Like, you don't clean yeah. up your knee unless you actually need there's it. something clean. It's not like yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm gonna clean my ears real quick, and like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, there's no. something in there that is wrong that needs to be yeah. fixed. So I'm a little bit concerned that he might have problems with that knee throughout the season. And I mean, now with the awards, how it's set up, you need to play sixty, is sixty games, sixty five games, to get, yeah, to get to award contention. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that what is a terrifying thought is that, okay, maybe his knees aren't doing as well, so then he develops a jumper. And if he develops a jumper, the league is over. There is literally no stopping this man. Giannis <laughs> will never get a jumper. I mean, he... Won't just happen. Like Joel Embiid will never get a ring. <laughs> Fight me. Giannis has this, like, low-key, like decent post game where he's been like when he faces up towards the basket so i think yeah. if he can bring it back a little bit that'd be fun um but no i think he'll easily average like 38 and 7 or something like that. he'll be fine great season yeah but my mvp favorite is luca for the year i think if i think really is there gonna be the luca villain arc is he finally gonna get in shape <laughs> i think i think the reason i think he's gonna be good is because I sensed a lot of like frustration in his voice last year from how last season went. No, like, surely <laughs> he was not happy, <laughs> and he and at, at the end he was very like uh, like reflective. Like, I need to get in better shape. We yeah. need to figure this out. And Kyrie Irving's been really good. The he last is years. still really mm-hmm. good. I there's a whole lot going on with Kyrie outside of basketball, but people forget when he's on. You mean like his Chinese shoe deal? Okay, oh my look, god! There's a lot. There's a whole thing where he like borderline condone the holocaust at one yeah. point it was a whole thing but on the basketball court 
making this very clear. I don't agree with some of his politics. <laughs> a decent amount of his politics off the court. But on the court, this man, there is no player in history that has better handles than him. He has the ball on a string and can make it do whatever he wants. The last couple seasons, he's averaging like 26 off of like 40, 50, 40, 90. He's like 1% below that. And that's he's- just like a unreal mm-hmm. so i think they just need if the mavericks fill out the roster a little if they bit can figure it out yeah that combo is terrifying i think they just traded for him and then didn't really know what to do yeah i think i just think last season was like they traded for him because they were kind of stuck they didn't really know what to do luca wasn't really playing that well wasn't playing good defense yeah. luca appears to be in shape now he's he put a ring on his uh girlfriend's fingers and now they're yes. together so congrats to luca yeah congratulations and, on that that, that, that was so goofy because he was wearing jeans in the picture. He was. And his girlfriend was dressed like really nice. So nice. Literally just in jeans and, he, and then his couch is like 7-7. Seven, seven. Like, yeah, which is his, which seven, 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 seven is the number he wears. It's like his board. number. It's like, all right, bro. So, Way to make this about you, dog. <laughs> and I was just trying to figure out like where Luca said they were going so that she would dress that nice. Yeah, and he was wearing jeans. Yeah, it's like, like why they, did you? I don't know if like I, don't, I think they were. Oh yeah, we're just gonna go out to this really nice restaurant. He pulls up in jeans, like yeah, I can do it because I'm Luka Doncic. Yeah, so I guess whatever. Like, I don't know if they were like in the country they from. I don't know if like jeans are more of like a dress thing there. Like I don't yeah. know, but like it was jeans and a jeans and a dress shirt, and I was like, all right, he looks nice, but his girlfriend was in yeah. this like super, it's like, nice, it's dress. super nice dress. It's like and I was like, okay, they clearly weren't dressed going. <laughs> like, somewhere like, there was a miscommunication somewhere between yeah. the two. I need to see this. It's really funny. Just go to Instagram. Yeah, it's on Instagram, there. Yeah. But yeah, I think him doing it on 7-7 seven, seven is really funny. Um, <laughs> Way to make this about you, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally. It's so funny. She's yeah. in this, like, really bright, like, clearly expensive pink yeah. dress, and he's in a white well, at least he's wearing shirt a... and jeans. Mm. Is it even tucked in? Those aren't jeans. You sure they're not? They're dressed, they're, like, slightly dressed pants, but they're navy. I don't think those are jeans. They could be. They're, they like, navy dress be, pants. But... We're investigating the uh, Luka Donich scandal. <laughs> Uh, what I'm trying that. to look at right now is the top part of his pant, like on his thigh, because I can't tell if it's de- it's a dental oh, cavity or yeah. it's the light. It's light. You can I see that if you, you can see the back button pockets too. Oh yeah, it's got pockets. Yep. All right, we have confirmed he was not wearing jeans. Oh, the scandal's over. <laughs> it's over, everybody. It's over. But still, good for Luca. Hopefully he wins MVP. Hopefully he gets in shape and doesn't look like a walrus run- running around there. Yep. So. I mean, that's the hope, right? Yeah. But on the topic of basketball, Summer League. Oh, yeah. Summer I made – ooh, that one parlay made me yeah, We'll save it for your segment later in the yeah. episode. Uh, um, Raj's trash parlays. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. My dollar to make $1 million will What do you hit. mean I shouldn't bet on the Phillies for the 10th day in a row? <laughs> Summer League is really funny to me because, like, I feel like all bets are off. Like, you don't really oh, – yeah. you truly don't <laughs> you know don't. who's going to play well. And no. you don't know who, like, what really the – unless you're really, like, into it, you don't mm. know the players. Like, no. when I make parlays, I'm just kind of like, who right, even is this? I only, yeah. I only really like making parlays on, like, teams that I kind of know a little bit about because I yeah. can make a prediction. Otherwise, I'm like – even the Sixers, like, I don't know who's on the team. Did you see they blew a 30-point lead in the fourth? The Sixers? <laughs> no idea. They blew a 30-point lead. It cost me my parlay. Oh. It sounds – like, honestly, it sounds fitting. It yeah. does. I wasn't surprised. But, like, I, like – can bet on the Spurs, kind of who Victor is, and I can bet on like the <laughs> Kings, kind of so who funny. Keegan Murray is. But like, when you get to get a team to like, for example, the Pacers, I don't know who the hell plays for the Pacers yeah. summer league team. So then I'm like, then I like, there's nothing else to bet on. So then I'm like, oh, I should bet on this game, and I'm yeah. like, no, I shouldn't because I bet the other day I bet. We should say, we should say this for the next segment, but I'm just gonna say it now before I forget. I bet a three team parlay. I lost all three. Oh, of course. <laughs> and like, my team lost by twenty points each, and I was like, honestly, I was like. 
I don't even know what I was doing betting it because yeah. like I didn't know what's going on. Exactly. Like, in, the, in the beginning, when there's only four or eight teams playing, I can like follow it. I can watch the games a little bit and be like, okay, I watched this team play this way, and now I think they'll probably beat this team too because they were playing well. When did I make this? Play? But like no, otherwise like no. Yeah, like I love the Knicks. I have no idea who's on that team. Well, I, I couldn't name I, a single one. I can't tell you one player who's on the no. Knicks. No idea. Some really team. It's Absolutely not. What are you laughing at? This parlay is... We'll explain it later. We'll explain it later in the betting Jesus. segment. But um, Victor has looked okay. He had one season. trash game, one, one really good, good game. game. Yep. So he is now mid. He's, he's, <laughs> he is also 18 years I old. Know, I, hate, I hate when people are like, he's a bust. It's like he has played two games in the Summer League and is 18 years old. Yeah. Chill out. But, 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 but it's Summer League. If he plays good in Summer League, he's he should just... be dominating in the Summer League. LeBron came out. It's like, I don't care about LeBron. All right? <laughs> This dude is French, just moved to the United States, yeah. has no idea what is going on. He beat all allegations already. Ben Simmons was sinking jumpers in summer league when he played that first Literally. year. Like, you have no like, idea what they could be doing. You don't, like, and all these players are like, it's, summer league is just a weird setup because you have players who are fighting for a roster spot. And then others that are like guaranteed. That, like, yeah, like People like Brandon Miller is playing. He's already the number one pick. He's had a whole college season. He's gone through yeah. the whole draft process, all this hype and deals and interviews and whatnot. Yeah. Comes in the summer, like he's playing against like grown men who are fighting for like their like livelihood. <laughs> yeah. So they don't have to work a job at like Staples in the summer. Exactly. And that's what they're doing. So they're playing super hard on defense. And Brandon's just like, geez, I just want to get to the season. Like, yeah, because he knows, like, obviously he has a roster spot. Mm-hmm. But he's like, good lord, like these guys are going so unbelievably hard. It's like, I don't want to like break my ankle, like yeah. just trying to play in the, the summer league. I mean, summer league's try hard energy for a lot of these guys, as it should be. They're Which trying, it should, exactly. They're just trying to get on the practice. Squad, get a exactly. two-way deal or yeah. get a starting role on a G League team yeah. going into the year. So, like, I don't, I don't blame them for playing hard, but that just makes it harder for the rookies who know yeah. they're like subconsciously. You know, you're more talented. You don't want to be banging. Like, do you think Chet and Victor want to be banging with these like really big centers? <laughs> like, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, put me on the perimeter. I'll shoot jumpers. I love that you're trying to work in these announcers. Yeah. <laughs> these announcer quotes. Yeah, we were one. talking about, for this podcast, we were talking about how all like, the announcers make, say some very sus things on air. Sus comments, and they're yeah. all over my Instagram recently. Oh, and God. You just got to try to work at least one of those I just every keep, episode. Yeah. It's so funny. I just keep saying them, and it's, it's so really funny. funny. That there's also that one dude on TikTok who like does like the breakdowns of all like the basketball players. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's so funny. It's like, Goose that young fella. <laughs> Get your hand up! It's <laughs> so good. Oh my god! Definitely the worst in summer league has been Brandon Miller. Oh yeah, yeah, because he, he had the one good game, but otherwise he just looks yeah, absolutely he looks, lost. Because he, he looks like a a kid that hasn't played against grown men before, yeah. trying to figure out how to you know play basketball mm-hmm. at a professional level. Because I think that's something you're so right about is that people forget how good some of these players are that are pros that are bench players like yeah. in mm-hmm. nba in the nfl and whatever it's like they are so much better than the average person oh yeah and when you're like taking a, like somebody fresh out of college or somebody who's 18 years old just moved to a new country and you just put them against like oh well, these are bench warmers they're so bad like they couldn't even average like 20 points they can't even average like two points in the nba it's like well yeah, there's a reason for that mm-hmm. because the talent level is so unbelievably high. This person would drop 45 on like any average oh, yeah, person oh, yeah. any day of the week, left-handed. Mm-hmm. Unlike Jalen Brown. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jalen would have to use his right. He would have to use his right hand. But like anyway, it's just it the the level of talent that you're really going up against is so astronomically high, and you have to get used to that. And that's what the summer league's for. 
So when you get these, like, obviously it's great for headlines. It's great for clicks being saying, these are all busts. They're terrible. And you get all the hate clicks and everything. But it's like, you just got to ignore some of that a lot of the times because it's just, ugh. Summer League is very fun. Like, I, exactly, because you like, have no idea what's going on. I watch Summer League, I'm just like, I don't know what's happening right yeah. now, but it, it's really fun. And then the finals come up, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to watch the Summer League finals. And it's all these guys I have no idea who, are, yeah. who they are. You don't know who's going to have a good game. You don't know who's going to have a bad game. You don't know who yeah. any of these people are. It's like, all right, shoot, this guy's shooting well today. You'll yeah. never see him again. My favorite is when people are playing Summer League who are really good that people don't expect to be playing, and then I get, I'll see the tweet come across Twitter, and it'll be like, why is well, he's like why is yeah. he's like why is uh Jalen Williams from the OKC Thunder yeah. playing in summer league? Yeah. And he's like out there having like twenty points. Like, yeah, Keegan Murray played the other day. Oh yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. He was like twenty five in back to back games or whatever. I was like, what the hell is Keegan Murray? Just, Keegan Murray was just in the playoffs. They were game seven with the Warriors. Literally, it's so Summer funny. Yeah. Like, they're just playing ball. And Jabari Smith had like forty five in a game winner oh, the, other, the other day. Uh, and everyone's like, what is he doing in the summer league? I'm like, what? Boy, he's just balling. Like they're just trying to make sure that he's warm for the season. I guess yeah. they're just trying to prove to the other people. It's like, yeah, this is who you're gonna guard. I'm really excited for all the block highlights of Chet and Victor. Oh Summer league just had already had good like it's some nasty ones videos of them block blocking people. And I'm like, it's just gonna be a full season of them blocking like actual really good like basketball players, mm-hmm. like guys like Steph yeah. and LeBron and yeah, Jokic stuff like that. And it's gonna be just a Twitter like storm uh, yeah. or thread storm Wemby uh, jumping with Jokic will end badly what Wemby if you try to jump with Jokic well it's gonna be funny when Wemby tries to jump with Ja whenever he comes back from his <laughs> 10 year suspension Ja jumping from the free throw Dude, line he's gonna be jumping from the three point like yeah. trying to go at Wemby <laughs> I mean listen it'd be a great highlight it would be sick and then he had the one dunk and then he'd get well that's when Ja comes back to the league well that's what I'm saying exactly. if he, he comes would, well, back no, he would come back he would Get, be in the league for a little while, have one highlight, and then immediately get kicked out again because he's going to be flashing a bigger gun. No, you know he's going to do something stupid while being suspended and then get the suspension for the rest of the season. Here's what we can talk about in the pod. Why didn't y'all like my Ja Morant for Damian Lillard hypothetical trade? Wait, which one was that? All right, so the other, so oh, the other, oh. Ones, the other day in our group chat, I proposed a trade. <laughs> oh. I said, I'm not sure I would do it, but it would be very interesting if the Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trail Blazers made a trade between Dame, there would be other stuff involved, but the general premise of the trade is Dame for Josh straight up. So here's the issue. Josh's not playing. Here's the second issue. I didn't read the trade. I just sent a meme right back. I saw John Moran and said, I'm just going to send a meme back. I think it's very interesting because if you're Memphis... Portland's you need, rebuilding, you need to have the young player versus Memphis is built to win now. If, yes. if you're Memphis, you can make a good argument. You're like, damn, this guy's already been suspended like 30 games for this one issue. We're not sure if he's going to fix this issue. What about if we just go all in for the next two years with Dame? We get a, cause you'll, you get draft picks mm-hmm. back from Portland because you'd be trading the better player in the longer long term. And then if you're Portland, you're just like, we'll let our rookies like scoot run it for 25 games while Jaws out. He'll come back. Even if we have a bad first season, cause Jaws not on the team. Who you're cares? We're going to have a good draft pick. We're going to go draft a really good center power forward. And we're going to have jaw scoot, uh, Shaden Sharp, Shaden Sharp, and then we're gonna have a power forward center, center that we yeah. draft. And we're wait, really is good. Marcus Smart on that team now? He's on the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, Grizzlies okay. Team. So then you'd be running a Dame Marcus Smart backcourt. I think that works really well. Because Marcus Smart, did he win Defensive Player of the Year? He's one of them. Yeah, or not last year, we won him. But yeah. God, I hate Marcus. Smart. So I think a Dame Marcus Smart. Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Stephen Adams team. That is, is kind of a scary team, actually. Very interesting in the West. That would be terrifying, actually. Because that, that team it. wins. That team can win series. 
especially against teams like the Lakers when you can put Jaron and Steven Adams on the rim. And then you just got a lot of talent where I'm like, that team would be really good, have a chance to win. And then you could just get picks and get off the jaw stuff. And if you're Portland, I think it's like, well, crap, we could be really, we could be unstoppable in four years. With this yeah. Four mm-hmm. trio. yeah. And also you get like, Memphis is not like the best area. It could probably contribute a little bit more to Jaws. I was tendencies. literally about to ask what the gun laws were in Portland. Yeah. Portland's a lot like more, like, in my knowledge, Portland's a lot more like chilled out, like yeah. mid, like, well, not it's just the West Coast. Like, is Portland the area that all the drugs are? That's the lawless area, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I thought. It might be. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know, I don't know what their gun Portland. laws are. All I know is Dame but, likes living in Portland. I think it's a yeah. little bit more low key. Yeah. So maybe if Ja went out there, he would have less of a need to carry around his guns with him. Yeah. So I think it could be. I kind of want Ben Simmons to go to Portland too because I feel like he'd get out of the limelight. Like all he he just wants attention. Bro, Ben Simmons just needs to keep playing Xbox. Right, like Ben Simmons comeback player of the year, right? Like he, oh yeah, yeah, he's gonna yeah. We'll talk about we can talk year. about this too. Oh, my God. Ben Simmons five dollars uh, comeback player of the year. The only reason I'm saying, first of all, it's most improved player of the year because comeback player of the year is like not a not NBA a award; it's just like a fan award. Oh, okay. But like. Most improved. I don't think you should actually get it because Ben Simmons was once really good. And so that was bad. So indicating that he would be much better than that is like not that. But I think yeah. if Ben Simmons started like playing humbly and playing well, I think people would be like, damn, he really came back from that. But I'm not really sure if he can play come back humbly. No. I think he would start like flexing on people when he starts like dropping twenty five. And that kind of concerns me because no one's gonna root for him. Wow, dropping twenty five. Oh big guy. <laughs> but he got a lot of good money on that bet. So yeah. I'm like I could I could see it happening in a world which he like Say the Brooklyn Nets with that team, Ben Simmons starts playing well. He's like the second best or first best player on that team. Suddenly the Brooklyn Nets are like the four three seed in the East. Who else is on that team now? Mikal Bridges. Three oh, seed? Really what? Do you think the Nets are going to be that good? No, I didn't say that. I think they're going to be that good. I'm saying there's a scenario. If, if it happens. There's, if Ben Simmons plays like old Ben Simmons, that's a big if. Big if. Big if. If he, get, if he gets that jumper yeah. back. If. If he... I think Ben Simmons, Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Mikhael Nick Claston, and Dorian Finney-Smith, mm-hmm. um, maybe a couple other interesting They could be in the playoffs. They could be in the playoffs. They're a run-and-gun three-point team. I don't think a lot of teams would want to play with them. If they're like, if you have Ben Simmons running the point and you have Mikhail, Cam. Because especially def- defensively when you have Mikhail Bridges and Ben Simmons, if they're both playing at their like height, yeah, like they could be a really, really Ben, Mikhail, Cam, Dorian Finney-Smith and Nick Claxton would be the most switchable, like, it would be ridiculous defense. So I'm saying there's a scenario in which they start playing really well, and they're a high seed, and I think if Ben Simmons was playing good basketball, people would be like, we got to give him this award. Like, he he didn't play basketball. There's a scenario where he can earn it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's That's a big old if. (laughs) If you were telling me to bet my house on it, like, no, I'm not betting my house on Ben Simmons. I'm not betting anyone to win most improved player. Yeah, because you have no idea. Weird award, but... No, I would certainly, like, I think it's an interesting possibility. Mm-hmm. There's some other guys, like, who have better odds than them. Just, well, I don't know why he would win most improved player. Yeah. They do it a lot with, like, these rookies going into their second year. They're like, he'll win most improved. I'm like, so wait, would Chet win most improved or rookie? Rookie. Because rookie. he didn't play at all. Yes. Okay, so it's technically he's, rookie. Year. He's the second highest odds winner rookie of the year. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. sense considering he's been able to basically work I think he, out he might that. have third odd now because I think they boosted Scoot up after Dame said he wanted to leave. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, he has a... Guys, I feel like it, Chet, I, all these guys just need to put on like 10, 15 pounds. Yeah. So skinny. I, I think it's funny because we like, with Joel Embiid and Jokic, it was like, these guys got to lose weight and get in shape. Like, that was like. There, there is a sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. And like the, the four, like the, yeah. the two center, the two great yeah. centers in the league, yeah. who, four, Victor and Chet, yeah. were like 
we got these guys got to lose. Yeah, these guys got to lose weight. Like, and then we look, we're like, wait, not that much. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Victor and Chet coming in here. People are like, dude, eat a sandwich. Get this like, dude. Get this dude on the seven a day peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. The Zion like, diet. Well, we don't want the Zion diet because then his knees are going to explode. In the did court. you guys hear about Zion's like podcast or interview he did with the? He, I don't know who he did it with, but he was talking about his diet. And no. he was just kind of like giving, no. he was just kind of giving excuses for he's like, well, yeah, you know, you come into the league and you got a lot of money and you just like don't make like great decisions. And I was like, that is true, but also like that just sounds like an excuse. That also is like, hasn't he been in the league for like three, four years now? Yeah. Like, bro, you're not. Well, he's saying he's like trying to do it now, but he's like, oh, he's kind of talking about how it's like a battle and whatnot because like he actually started finally talking. Like, about bro, there's that. so many nutritionists that every team has. Like they. <laughs> Bros, demons are trying to eat healthy. That's well, crazy. To eat healthy and like what an IG model now. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got, we got to wrap. Yeah. There's no players. <laughs> okay, so wait, before we get into this, let's throw context on what we are about to talk about. So we're gonna talk about Zion Williamson. Yes. And uh, if, if you guys know anything about sports, Zion Williamson, very hyped prospect, number one overall. I think it's in 2019. Yeah. Or, or 2020 is when he was drafted. Um, had some injury issues. Yeah, had injury issues. Always yeah. kind of been a little bit heavier. Um, your set. but really like there's been no like there's been no like big zion hate in the media but nobody has lost more than he has in the la- in this summer yeah for pretty much doing nothing like zion has just taken l's the whole summer yeah and it really like he hasn't it's not because he, he said something or he did no. something it's because mariah mills <laughs> who's an only fans model so yeah so for context zion posted a picture on instagram where it was him and I believe his girlfriend or somebody. some, but he's marrying her, right? Is that the whole thing? I think or it was an Instagram model. It was just an Instagram model that I'm pretty sure is he, he marrying her. I'm pretty sure he, they were engaged or what was it? Or were they just like a posting? A I think they were posting for their child. I don't think they're any child. Thing. That's they're what expecting. it was. I knew it was something. I forget I what it, his girlfriend. It was something like that. Yeah. It was something of like okay, like this is like the person I'm in a relationship yeah. with and all that, but. Um, then she deleted the post on Twitter, <laughs> on no... Twitter in response <laughs> to this very wholesome very oh this is very nice like him and this woman he's in a relationship with or like having a child he's posting about this he's clearly very proud about it um this woman what's her name Mariah Mills Mariah Mills uh she then posts no less than 120 different individual tweets, tweets yeah in a, the span of maybe four days i think mariah mills is the reason that twitter has read limits now i think you might be onto something there because these were all individual tweets basically saying that she had a relationship with zion before this and went into extremely graphic detail on twitter apparently she posted more last night i'm sure she did yeah but when when i'm talking extremely graphic i'm talking you can't show this to anybody under the age of like 20 like (laughs) some of these things that she was saying on there are unreal is this safe for work what she's about what she said no this is just a tweet the top tweet Okay. Yeah. You can, if you want to go and search that, we don't really condone that. But I mean, if you're curious enough, go for it. Yeah. But it is unreal the tangent she has gone on, and now everybody's talking about how Zion is caught up in the media, yeah. and he's got all this drama, and all he wanted was just the most about the fact that the girl that he is with has a child. I'm not condoning it. The fact that he was like leading somebody on or had another relationship. I don't know those details. Those are his business. I personally don't really care. But dear God, 
he has lost so much credibility in the league. Yeah, I don't know anything about like what Zion's been doing this offseason. Oh, I don't even know if this is true boy. or whatnot. She said Zion beat her. Uh, that doesn't shock me. She's, oh, yeah, she's, she's done throwing. everything between like been like, oh, I'm pregnant with your kid. She's gotten Zion tattooed. On her face. face. Yeah. Like, no, not just the word Zion yeah. across her eyes right there. Yeah. And that's just, like, it's just so strange. And then he goes on this podcast and he just kind of has, like, some ridiculous, like, he, some of it was, like, very transparent, but other parts of it were just, like, not good. So, like, there's not a lot of hype. And they've been talking a lot about Portland potentially trading um, for Zion just because, like, there's no point in having – um. <laughs> reading something that's <laughs> do okay this is only for the not faint of heart because oh my god that is unreal if you would like to observe go on twitter and type in uh mariah mills and just go to the top or latest there's yeah. plenty of pictures of it everywhere uh, yeah and i the only thing some of the stuff she's saying is definitely like not true i just don't believe it but um some of it i'm also just like i could see it being true because Zion hasn't come out and said anything like against it. Also, you could sue her for defamation at this point. The the thing with defamation is that he would need to prove that he lost some sort of like monetary value out of it. I think bros definitely lose that. Which if he ends up getting screwed over and like doesn't get his contract and this is like a clear stated reason why from the organization, then yes, he could sue her for basically everything she has yeah i mean i think i would i think the sponsors are probably like not really yeah, happy if about this, this. If this if he loses money from the sponsors then yeah he has a, he has a case there so it'll be interesting to see him going to the season he was injured last season he's really he talented to, he when he's on to get into new orleans zion come to the knicks we're gonna take care of you we'll put you on a nutritionist. I think, the, I think the knicks are the worst place for him to go no we'll put you on a nutritionist we'll get you away from this woman it'll be okay we'll take care of you i think he needs to go to like really he needs to go to like Alaska, but I mean, we can't send. Uh, I, I hate being like all these players would be really good in Portland, but I stop think stop sending people to Portland. I think it'd be fun in Portland. <laughs> oh my god! And I think you go Dame and Bi and CJ McCall. But okay, so we're gonna get Ja and Zion on the same team. No, no. Well, once. you would know because Dame can only be traded once. Oh, sorry. So you would. I think five way trade. I think the Pel- <laughs> I think a Pelicans team with Dame CJ, which would be fun re- reuniting, oh, and then Bi. And then you've got some other interesting pieces there. I think that would be fun. Jonas Valanciunas playing center, Herb Jones, and Jose Alvarado. I think it's a very interesting team. And I think for Portland, you're just like, sure, we'll trade for a guy who's averaged, when he was healthy, averaging like 25 he, points. Like, I think that's, people forget how good he is. When he is on the court and he's playing, like, like, and he has nothing else going on, he is so good. Oh, yeah. Like, he is a monster in the paint. And that's why, like, he's lost so much his offseason. I think people think he's like a bad trade asset now, which is crazy because he's the nah. top fifteen guy in the league when he was held. Because he... what wasn't he like shooting like sixty percent? Yeah, sixty percent from the field. It's yeah, crazy. Wait, it's, who was Zion? Zion? Oh yeah, no, Zion was. Zion was great. <laughs> there it is. First step ball. With <laughs> there one. we go. It only took us forty six <laughs> minutes. Good job. Oh, we were so close. <laughs> <sighs> Oops. All right. You did well, buddy. You did well. We're yeah. proud of you. I mean, we're all from Jersey, so I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. hard to censor us. Yeah. Because, I mean, swearing is literally just part of our vocabulary at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. But no, Zion, he's great when he's healthy. He needs to lay off the gumbo. He yeah, needs he to lay off the food. Lay off eating the entire tub of ice cream. You he don't, needs to... you don't need to eat 
the actual paper outside too. <laughs> you don't need to eat the wrappers. Zion, I promise. Zion, stop eating the spoon. It's not edible. <laughs> Zion, I'm rooting for you. Just we, okay. As much as we joke around, we are all rooting for Zion. It's just really, really good. <laughs> like the memes are so. Good. The memes are great, as always. As memes tend to be, they're yes. just fantastic. It's like, oh, it's because obviously he's a professional athlete. Like he's not unathletic. <laughs> yeah. But he's just a little, little thick sometimes. Yeah. And he just doesn't do a good job of helping himself. No. But <laughs> he's got the potential. He could turn it around. Hopefully I, he does. Hopefully I, it all works. I am sick of the whole Mariah Mills thing, though. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for that to end. Oh, I'm the not... comment section on her Instagram is just ruthless against her. Well, yeah, because yeah. everyone's like, you're just saying stuff at this mm-hmm. point. Because it's like, it goes from like one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. It's like, what is even happening? I know. Yeah. And so it's like, some of it might be true, but then it's like, with all the garbage that isn't it's like well which one is it's just yeah. it's mm-hmm. weird it's really really weird at a certain point it's just not as enjoyable anymore because you're just like it was Stop. funny at first yeah because <laughs> it was like wow this girl's really popping off because Zion's an idiot then it's like oh this is like getting really dark really fast yeah no, i agree transitioning to football a little bit it's a little oh, yeah. bit weird because we're in the offseason period but there's still a lot going some on. things i wanted to talk about the quarterback documentary have any of you guys seen it? i haven't seen I, it yet i want to watch that i've heard yeah. it's very good i've been meaning to watch it but everyone's been saying it's really good what quarterbacks are on there kaepernick no. Mariota. <laughs> wait wait oh colin oh, kaepernick. wait nope my bad mahomes get political on the podcast no mahomes Mariota, and kirk cousins, kirk cousins oh, yeah so ready. were you taking a knee during the anthem <laughs> It's, I a can't joke, it's a 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 joke. What brought you to say Colin Kaepernick? I don't know. First thought that you came to my You combine Kirk Cousins and somebody else? <laughs> I combine mid with mid. So apparently... Okay, put some respect on Kaepernick's name. He was really good and then just sucked. But he was very good for a little Some basic Twitter reactions. Mahomes is always fired up and trash talking. And then... I'm him! I'm yeah, him! I'm him! I'm him! I'm him. him. Alright, Kermit. And then... um. <laughs> Kirk Cousins apparently like is like everyone loves him now from this whole entire. Oh, like, from like the Kirko chains thing. No, just from like just from the. He actual... had like a little injury he was fighting through, and he's yeah. just, like a really good leader and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And people were kind of like, yeah, I I got a feeling from Kirk that like because everybody always chirps him from like the media because he, you know he is just like aggressively mid. Yeah, but it seems like it seems like everybody on the team likes him. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and that's what like apparently everyone's reaction is like, man, Kirk's a great guy from this yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the whole thing with Mariota is, but people apparently were like rooting for him too. Apparently, the whole yeah. entire documentary is like really well done. I need to like watch it. Maybe we'll actually have like a more re- like oh, legit we review do, on we that. Do a review. Yeah, I think we will do a review on it. Um, Stay tuned. But then we got HBO Max. Max is doing hard knocks on the Jets yes. this season, which is a very that's going to be electric. I can't yeah. wait to see what Rogers is saying. Sala and Rogers is going to be a crazy duo. I think Aaron Rodgers has a chance to bring himself into like the biggest meme of the entire season he's gonna gonna mess around so much on this because he already just like hates media in general yeah so the fact that he could just like mess around and just put on like basically a character the entire show and bro just left just just left green Green bay Bay. like Like, just left he just left to a big city market in new york and now he's got hard knocks coming in to film him and his teammates all practice yeah and then because i have a feeling the beginning is going to be like him coming in learning everybody's name Figuring out the Quinn Williams situation that just recently yeah. got figured out like two days ago. Yeah. Um, and then like even during like, the entire preseason, it's going to be so entertaining. Oh because, my like, God. All, like the Jets are such a weird team because they're so young. And then it's Aaron Rodgers. He's like literally the father figure that just walked into the room. It's like, oh, he's home. <laughs> the, there was this th- thing where he took sauce out somewhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He went to, uh, he went to a Knicks game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was him and sauce and sauce, sauce was like 
flirting with some like actress. really famous actress and he didn't know who, who it was. was yeah he's like yeah i didn't really recognize who she was at first but then aaron like broke the ice for me so aaron's literally like wingman yeah. <laughs> i'm excited to see like i think aaron's kind of coming from like that green bay situation where he's kind of like we didn't know always a ton about him here about his, yeah like i'm excited to see him a little bit more in the spotlight because like Worst case scenario, if it goes terribly, it's going to be two years of just like, I'm tired of hearing about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But on the bright side, he might like play really well, be yeah. an MVP conversation, and actually show a little bit of his personality. Yeah. Cause he showed a little, cause I think Pat McAfee has him on every once in a while. So we've got it's Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Yes. Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Yes. <laughs> so it's like you get a little bit of his personality there, but it's like obviously that's only like an hour and that's in like a, a very like confined setting where it's yeah. like they're asking him questions on it versus seeing like what he's like in a locker room interacting yeah. with his other mm -hmm. players coaches teammates about everything yeah so i think this is going to be really cool yeah, i wonder what's in his locker probably a lot of ashwagandha yeah well, <laughs> he was he was just at the conference for the ayahuasca concert oh, yeah. like <laughs> sitting there talking about it and whatnot and just like it's just like a funny side plot to the whole oh, yeah, oh yeah, the darkest retreat is probably gonna yeah. be brought up too <laughs> oh, oh my, my god, god. I forgot he, he just was in a dark. He was in a pitch black room for three days. Yeah, like what? Yeah, other people do it too, but he didn't even make it the whole time. Like no, he, he, he left just, early, which I mean, like totally valid. But like, I just wouldn't have gone in the first place. Yeah, so. yeah. It's so funny to me because like he is like Aaron Rodgers is literally a modern day hippie, but can sling the rock better than nearly anybody <laughs> yeah. we've ever seen. It is unreal. Yeah, no, he's so good and. Yeah. It's just like it's just a meme, and yeah. I'm excited for anything that comes up. Oh, it's like gonna be there. so good! And I'm excited to see more of Sauce's personality because he's gonna probably yeah. he's probably going to be like he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Quarterbacks in the league already he has a chance yeah. to be like one of the better defenders of all time. Yeah. So like like let's see a little bit more of his personality. Yeah, because he's definitely more reserved. Because you can like you see him trash talking, but like he's much more of like a I'll let my game speak yeah. for itself. So we can really kind of like see what gets him motivated and see like what ticks. Yeah. For him, and I, I think that's also going to be really cool. Sauce versus Diggs is going to be electric. Sauce versus Diggs is going to be electric. Tyreek versus Day, or yeah, Hill versus uh, Sauce too. Yeah, Hill versus Sauce. Uh, who I else mean, is on that team? Um, well, because then there's also going to be the fact that like in like uh, they have a bunch of like new rookies coming. Yeah. in. Yeah, themselves yep. because everybody said that the Jets draft was trash. Yeah, <laughs> so they got to now prove that they were. Hey, hey, they took Izzy. That's all that matters. They did take Izzy. Yeah. That's dude. Yeah. That's going to be sick. Him and Brees Hall at the backfield yeah. is going to be horrifying. Yeah. It'll, it'll Jets, be really fun, yeah. Because here's the thing. With the Jets, they are either going to be a like Super Bowl caliber team or crash and burn, and it's going to be so entertaining either way. I also think it's really funny that the NFL like, and HBO have this relationship. Yeah. Bless where, you. Thank you. Where, where <laughs> it was, where it's like, the team can't say no to having HBO film them for hard knocks. Like, yeah. they, they can't do anything. Like, it's just like, you have to be filmed. Yeah. Like, there's no choice around it. Yeah. There is actually, there's a funny clip of James Harrison. He didn't like being filmed for Hard Knocks. Yeah. He would always run away from the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> he would like shut the door behind him so the way the camera guys couldn't follow him. Yeah. Stuff. That was really funny. I'd probably be over it too. Yeah. Because they just feel like they're trying to film like a reality TV show. Yeah. It's like you're trying like, to get a reaction out of it. And you're like, I'm trying, trying to just like I'm trying to make up my, my money, yeah. have like be with my family. Yeah. And it's like, like a, get a it, ring. It's like if you were at like your desk and somebody just shoved a camera in your yeah. face and they were like, give us a reaction. It's like, I don't get out of my face. Like, I'm trying to do my job. Yep. But I think like the first three quarterbacks they chose is really good because Patrick Mahomes doesn't seem to be bothered by the cameras. And no. Kirk Cousins and Mariota are they're very like, like chill. They're and they're mid like, and yeah. like they kind of get a little bit more like attention now. Yeah. 
yeah. um, which is good for them. God, I wish they would have gotten either into that 49ers locker room or into the Green Bay locker room before Rodgers left. That would have been that would have, that would have been that would have been really fun. Because yeah. weren't there like talks about people like in the Packers locker room saying Rodgers is like a bad? Well, person? no, it's one per it's well, one that's former what receiver that said he was bad. I think some no name well it's not, not really well, it was pretty good but it was just like it's like one dude mm-hmm. that's like on the anti aaron Rodgers agenda i and think and the, jacob the media <laughs> jacob yeah. the whole entire the entire media like i mean this is not like no but they blow it out of proportion a lot because oh, yeah. because really since Rodgers left no one's really said anything bad about aaron Rodgers in green bay nobody from green bay it's only the gm that's the kind of like alluded to some weird things yeah but otherwise everyone's pretty much like Ah, he was great when he was here. No problems, like with us and so like yeah, teammates. Left, but I mean, we're on to the next. Like, yeah, his teammates don't really have an issue with him. So yeah. I'm just like Jordan Love. I'm excited for the Jordan Love experiment. I think Packers are going to be dookie. Yeah, dookie. It could be fun. They got some. Oh, don't worry. All their young receivers that Jordan Love is really going to teach and develop. And Aaron Jones, he's stuck there. Like the running back market's bad. He can't leave. Yeah. There's a world in which the Packers are interested. There's a world in which the Packers go are mid. I can see it. But it's I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I don't think it's gonna happen either. I mean Rogers took half the team with them it's too. Not, it's not that like that it's not like that division is like real good. Yeah. Like you got the well, hey, hey, hey. Don't so... disrespect Justin Fields. I'm gonna be like the NFL and constantly post clips of him. Oh my god, Justin Fields is so good, but stop putting him in the top tens of quarterbacks. They he make is him not that they good. make him like the he's like the NFL poster boy on Instagram like right he, now. It's like I get it. He's an electrifying player. He has so much room to develop. Mm-hmm. He needs to get that figured out first. But he and is he can, not top 10. He's not even sniffing top 10, probably not even top 15. Like, he's not that good right now. He can be. I'm not saying he won't be that good. But, God, he's good at running the ball right now. He was throwing to literally nobody. Or, yeah. sorry, maybe Darnell Mooney, who would every <laughs> once in a while do something good. But now he's finally got, like, DJ Moore, and they're probably getting more weapons on the offensive mm. line. So it's going to help him out a lot. But, yeah. Dear God, you know, that, that team's a, that team's bad. It'll be interesting. Yeah, Packers Ly- are going to be bad. Lions might be good. Lions, like, I think that division will be fun because like the Lions could be good. Lions but, could be good. For the Vikings, Vikings are bad. frauds. Yeah, the, 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 and then like the Chicago could be good. Packers, could, like I think a lot of it's like it's a lot of we just need to see how it I can see out. like nine and eight winning that division. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think the Lions will do it because they are a very. <laughs> Listen, man, we're a real hard-nosed, gritty team, man. <laughs> we're just going to bite some kneecaps. Uh, Dan Campbell over there, is, like, he's like the perfect coach for the, the Lions. And I think like that style of football is timeless. Like, you mm-hmm. can, like, it's just a very balanced offense. It's not like because they have a good run game. They got Jamar Gibbs, who they kind of reached on. Mm-hmm. But he's still a really good running back to um, replace yeah. uh, Montgomery. Or replace, who do they have? Uh, oh, DeAndre Swift. Swift. And that's what they had um, Jameson Will- Wait, oh, Jameson Will- Will- Swift now. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah, that's Swift's coming back to Philly. Yeah. I think that's hometown, hometown hero. Think, but whatever. Montgomery's on the. He's on the Lions, I think. Yeah, wait, no. Because yes, he was yes, on yes. the Bears and the Lions picked him up. But anyway, but yeah, so I think that. I think it's the fact that the Lions are just like. They're just not going to get in their own way, it feels like. Yeah, for the sure. The Vikings won 13 one score games last year. That their entire record was a fraud. Yeah. Like everybody knew it. 
And then but, he got smoked in the playoffs by Danny Dimes and yeah, the Giants. Danny Dimes. Practice squad. Yeah, da- Danny Dimes was throwing to Isaiah Hodgins as his number one <laughs> receiver. And Isaiah Hodgins was making Patrick Peterson look like a nobody, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of the Giants, my Saquon. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not boy. a good situation. Because, yeah. like, so here's the big – so for context, Saquon Barkley, very good running back for the New York Giants, has been for a while. He had some injury issues, um, but he bounced back, had uh, a comeback season, probably should have won comeback player of the year, but Geno Smith came back from being ass, so I guess that warrants him being comeback player of the year, but whatever. Um, but – he is now in uh, contract discussions uh, because his contract is up after this year and it's looking like he's going to hold out for a better contract. And the issue is that it's not the issue is that the giants are built to have Saquon on their team. They have built a run game around Saquon. There is no other team that is going to give him a better situation run game wise than the New York giants, but it's that the running back market has absolutely crashed. Yep. It's we're talking 2008 housing crisis. Yeah, crash. No one wants to pay them. And it's no. because you just have these Super Bowl teams mm-hmm. who constantly come in and they don't need good running backs to, I mean, you can just Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. He was a monster. You can just like rattle it off from all these, even when the Eagles won it back in 2018, like, like Garrett like, Blunt, like Garrett Blunt and, and Jay, 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 Darren Sproles. Like that's like, yeah, it's a, yeah. You don't see was Boston Scott on the team too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, might have been. Yeah, uh, Corey, Wendell, Corey Clement, Wendell Smallwood, Wendell Smallwood. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's these guys that you don't hear about because they you don't you just need a better offensive line. Just yeah, like, exactly. The like there are great running backs can make a difference, but like the difference between a good offensive line and a bad offensive line is way larger than a good running back and a bad running back like yep. it matters so like the offensive line is so much more yep. impactful on the game mm-hmm. so like no i mean you we saw Bijan robinson didn't like he was a great or he goes down to eight he doesn't mm-hmm. really get drafted i think he was eight he yeah get drafted as high falcons right yep. yeah and honestly i think with the whole him being drafted high i think he's just gonna make it worse for mm-hmm. the market because i don't think i think people are still not gonna want to draft running backs i was like terrified that the eagles would draft Bijan, even though we we could have because we had a really good roster around and Mm -hmm. we needed a running back like it would have been plausible for the eagles if any team had a reason to take Bijan eight it it was the eagles yeah and i was terrified that they could take him like that high in the draft because Mm -hmm. i think the eagles are picking 10 i was terrified they'd pick him at 10 because i was like we don't need him or didn't they trade back with chicago or something they traded up nine Mm -hmm. to get up Jaylen nine Carter. to get Carter, then they got yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, we still had a great draft. No, we did. No, no, that was the question. It was yeah, that yeah. they of all teams that could have like taken we, the luxury of taking a great running back directly. Out it should have been us. It was. It should have been the Eagles, who have two Hall of yeah. Famers, arguably three on the offense. Because that's line. the best situation for any running back. But still, like for us, I mean, we somehow worked it out. We got the hometown kid back. Yes. Swift, DeAndre yeah, well, Petty, like yeah, we're fine. We, we got Swift for a fourth round pick. That's really it. That's all we got Swift for. And does he have a contract coming up or no? No idea. I, he, this is last year. Oh, so but you get a one, one you get a one deal. year yeah. rental for yeah. a fourth round pick versus for a solid running back. For a solid running back, and you could have gotten what a good slash great running back that wouldn't have changed probably things that much. And you but could then you lose out on Jalen like, Carter, yeah, who's like gonna, possibly a generation. Nolan Smith. Tackle. Yeah, it's just, oh wait, I'm so dumb. Yeah, wait, yeah. yeah. It's just, it just, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just <laughs> the idea that I don't think running backs are really going to go in the first round. Yeah. I just think people are going to be like, I think Bjorn Robinson's going to be cool, but I think the Falcons are never going to really like 
be that good. And I think people are going to be like, when his contract comes up in four years, people are going to be like, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's just the way the league is just becoming such a pass heavy league. Mm -hmm. It's because there is still a purpose for running backs. Running backs are not obsolete, but it's just like you as a team need to invest more into having a great offensive line and having great receivers than having a great running back that can just do it all. Yeah. Because with how fast the league is getting, like, because as much as I love like watching the highlights of people like an Adrian Peterson, like a other Demarco hard, Murray, really, that really one hard hitting running backs that yeah. used to be in the like a Brandon Jacobs from the New York mm-hmm. Giants. Like at this point, like yes, there are there, the league could change at one point, and you have like these huge running backs coming out that are just demolishing these smaller, faster defenses. But the point is that the league is getting faster, and if you know anything about physics and energy. <laughs> It is not mass that is squared. It is velocity. Yeah. So when you have somebody who might only be 225 versus a guy that's 250, but that dude's running a 4-2, yeah. and mm-hmm. this dude's only running a 4-6, well, guess what? That dude that's 225 is going to hit way harder uh-huh. because he's flying way faster. So that's the whole thing. Is like, And then you get a running back who is on a bad team, doesn't have a good offensive line, and is getting hammered by these guys or by like defensive ends that are now running 4-4s. Like, it's unreal. For sure. And, like, just the amount of strain that you would put on the running back, it just Mm -hmm. isn't feasible anymore. And that's the whole thing is that, like, a running back by committee. So so you have, like, a decent running back that you can rotate in. Because that's why I'm really excited, actually, to watch the Jets. Because they have Brees Hall. It's a great rookie. And they're going to have Izzy in there as well. Yeah. Who could be a great replacement on third downs or just do they on have whatever? A, they have a third back. They do. Um, I forget his name. There was another. McKnight was all right for a little bit, mm-hmm. but he was like, nah. But he'll be a rotational yeah. guy probably if if he's even still on a team. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just like the trend the league is going, and that's why I am begging, praying to any god that is listening <laughs> at Saquon <laughs> will take the money because this is the only time and this is the best team that he is going to be able to do this for because. Teams are no longer built to run the ball like this anymore. And this is the best shot he has at getting the money. And I understand why he's holding out. I'm not blaming him for it, but I'm saying in the long run, the running back market is only going to get worse over time. Mm -hmm. This is the time to get the money. Absolutely. And I know you're trying to get as much money as possible, but if the Giants are willing to give you, apparently there's a report out there that is 19 million guaranteed. Oh yeah. You're just, that's, you're not going to get anything better than that. Take it. No, and he's a brand off the field, so you just gotta like exactly. He's got the money off the field, just and it's the New York market. Yeah. You, you of all people yeah. have the market. Oh, God, it's just frustrating because like, and my whole thing is like, at the end of the day, like I love Saquon; he's an electrifying player. But like, if it comes to it that we don't sign him, it sucks. Yep. Like we have some backup running backs that, like, we have Matt Breida, who's really fast, who's pretty decent. Because again, like we're building up the offensive line. We got like we have Andrew Thomas, who's a top four left tackle in the league. Evan Neal, who's a bit of a project right now, but he had a way better second half mm. of the season, and he's six foot seven, three hundred and thirty pounds. <laughs> absolute, and then the man. absolute behemoth. And we got the best center out of the draft this past year, John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota. So it's like we're building an offensive line. Like no other team is doing this right now. Like, yeah, Saquon, look, please. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. I needed to go on that rant. <laughs> Raj, are we ready to debut your segment? Oh, we're now going to move in. We're going to do a round of applause on our new sound pad. Oh, for... the Phillies won. Shout out to the Phillies. Whoa. 6-3 or 6-4. Six, 6-4, four. Six, four, shout out to wow. the Phillies. Good um, job, guys. But Raj, we need to lock in here. 
This All is right. debuting Raj's betting something um, segment. We will find a name for that. Raj's trash parlays. Yeah, Raj's trash well, parlays. Last so- night, I did make a parlay. Um, It's Phillies money line, Blue Jays money line, Rangers money line, Orioles money line, Giants money line, Braves money line, Dodgers, Rockies, Astros, Mariners. A dollar to make 253. I'm assuming it didn't How hit. many of those hit? One leg so far. Okay, so one hit. Did one not hit? No. Can you cash it out? No, not yet. Okay. Oh, I also have an NBA parlay. What were the uh, what was the odds uh, on it? The NBA one lost. Wow, who would have guessed that? What were the odds on the baseball one? Plus twenty five thousand two hundred ninety seven. Yep, that sounds about right. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, okay, let's make a smart parlay here. Okay, so just... Well, while Raj is making the parlay, yes. we would like to know that we are all of 21 years of age of yes. older. Betting rules do differ between your states. Yes, and betting rules differ. we are differ. not giving you advice on betting. We're just telling you what we're yes. betting. If you have a gambling problem, I don't know what the number Call is. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I think, is it 1-800-GAMBLER? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So just please, please, if you're going to sports bet, do it smartly. Don't yes. bet the house on it. Be intelligent. Do what I do. Bet a dollar for a hope to be financially free. Okay. Don't do what I do. I'm just stupid. <laughs> or use your bonus bets to make big cash. Use your bonus bets. Jamal Murray double double has made me so much make money. Smart bets. Don't just throw the house on something because somebody told you to ride with the parlay. Just, <laughs> just be smart. So what I'm going for is with tennis with Wimbledon right now. We got Carlos Alcaraz versus Novak Djokovic. The former number one and tennis legend versus the new up-and-coming number one seed. Djokovic already beat him in Roland Garros. Okay, so what are we betting? So we're betting Djokovic again. Absolutely agree. What are the odds on it? Minus 190. All right. What were the odds on the other guy? Plus 160. Interesting. Okay. It's the it's the one, number one in this tournament versus the number two, but in reality, those seedings don't matter. Yes. Okay. Because Djokovic is career number one. Over, like he has weight. He's won. Isn't he like the goat of he's, tennis? He's won twenty three. Well, that's Federer, but oh, it was one of the yeah. It was Djokovic like, yeah. has won twenty three Grand Slam titles. Okay. And he's still electric on the court. He had some issues with COVID vaccine stuff, but we don't talk about that. And him getting banned from other countries for a little bit. So he missed out on about like six grand slams to play, but oh my god, he's still crazy good. Alcaraz, he's good, but he gets in his own head and he chokes a lot. Oh my god! So let's throw down a solid five dollars on Djokovic. That's the bet for today. Yep. Five dollars on Djokovic minus one ninety. Yep. All right. Well, what, what about the parlay? Do you have a parlay yeah. cooking or no? Let's see. Well, I can. Most of the baseball games already started, and I can bet on the Pirates, but I don't really. Don't bet on the Pirates. Yeah. For the love of God. I think I think that'll be that's a good debut for Raj's uh, trash parlay segment. Yeah, he is going to be betting on literally any and everything he can. Yeah, this segment will definitely be really good when the NBA and uh, NFL roll yeah. around. So we'll leave yeah. it there. We'll see. We'll evaluate that, and we'll see how that bet played off. We'll track. We'll have a little track of your bets throughout the uh, the season to see how they go. Um, personally, I'm rolling with the $75 free bet for the Phillies to win the World Series. Pays Dear out $1,000. I also did a free bet for five bucks on Boosted. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait till that happens. Whoa. <laughs> Me too. So with that being said, that will be the end of this episode of the Wash Athlete Podcast, soon to be renamed podcast, probably in a week's time. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. It's been a minute since we've been on the mics. I think we had a really good first episode. And we hope you stick around and we'll see you next time. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, everything. Do all the things. Use code WASH20 on buckedup.com. We are still feeding for cash. Yes, we are. And we will see you next time. All right. Saquon, please.